What up, what up, what up? What's going on, y'all? It's your girl, Tasha Mac 10. Big Mac 10, hashtag Mac for Press, hashtag the champagne campaign. And you know the vibes. We're here back for another episode. I was gone for a week, but I'm back. Ooh, consistent. <laughs> anyway, it's hello, guys. Welcome. It is episode 28, okay, which means episode 30 is on the way, and we about to get busy. Um, I, I'm so glad. Every I know I say this every episode that I do, but I don't think people understand like how grateful I am for the support. You know, we just got audio right now, and even with just our audio, we've been able to break 37 countries, and that makes me so happy. Um, visuals loading, but that's besides the point. It is episode 28 of Dating Tips from a Hooker. Um, I am your host, Tasha Mac 10, you know, and yes, the girls are alone. The girls are alone, but we are outside. It is nice in Toronto. We have had a very nice um, week of weather here. Um, it will be going back to the bullshit next week, but I'm glad to see the yellow in their poom poom shots. Okay, period. Um, <laughs> but yes, um, episode 28 of Dating Tips from a Hooker. Let's tap into it. If you are driving, please pay attention to the road, but be attentive to me. Pour your drink, roll your split, pop what you pop. This is a judgment-free zone. Let's get into episode 28. The, this title is called, episode 28, I apologize, is called Maybe I'm Selfish. Yes, and you know, I got a few things on the, on, the, on the list, you know, we gonna talk about it. But the basis of the episode just talks about selfishness, selflessness, we gonna get into some things, right? So, I wanna start off with saying, the reason why I came up with this episode was because, you know, I'm gonna just start it off like this so y'all understand what's wrong with me. Not necessarily what's wrong with me, but what's been going on with me, full transparency. So I've been doing some intense shadow work on myself since the end of last year. So I've kind of been very isolated for the most part and it's working for me. Um, you know, at least being able to take into note what my feelings are, holding myself accountable for shit you know, knowing what I really want out of life, like all of that type of stuff, right? So it's caused me to isolate, like, I'm really just out here vibing, you know what I'm saying? You know, getting a little money. I ain't really come on my bonnet. I don't really be coming up out the house, but you know, it's been time for me to work on myself. And in that time of working on myself, I've discovered that, you know, I might be a selfish person. And when I say that, I'm gonna just basically give y'all the rundown. So, I was on TikTok, and you guys know I be on TikTok cutting up in my bonnet. That's 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 what I do. That's that's my thing. So basically, I made a video where I basically explained, you know, that I was grateful for my mental illness because it caused me to um, become a selfish person. Um, even in situations where I wasn't right, I was still selfish and, you know, put myself before anybody else's needs, wants, whatever. And it, 
I basically highlighted that the thought of me neglecting my needs for somebody else literally makes me sick. It makes me vomit. It makes me anxious. It makes me want to cry. Like, that's just, that's my thing, right? So, somebody commented on the video and was like, oh, is this narcissism? And for a second, I was kind of like, wait, narcissism? Like, okay, one, one thing I'm going to tell y'all right now is ever since you TikTok bitches... Ever since you TikTok bitches found out about the word narcissism, narcissistic or narcissist, you use it anytime somebody don't want to give you your way, you know? And obviously I know that there is, you know, narcissistic, narcissistic people on the earth, but just because I'm selfish does not make me that way, okay? I want you guys to understand something about me. And I'm just going to, I think this, I think I might've mentioned this in the previous episode, but I may have not. Um, I've always valued myself as a transparent person because like I said, you know, with development, especially over the last probably 10 years of my life, I've learned that, you know, the best thing that works for me is transparency. Um, given the artistry, sex work, me being a stripper, like there's so many things that, you know, people think they can hold against me. So what I do is I put myself out there, especially because when you are not living right all the time, Motherfucker, and this is the thing between social media and real life. Just because I got a couple cute pictures up don't mean I'm a psychopath. It don't mean I don't like to party. It don't mean anything. I'm still that person, you know what I'm saying? But there is a level of transparency that I've tried to maintain with the people who support me, you know? So if we was having a bad day, we was having a bad day. You know what I'm saying? If we was drugged out, cussing niggas out online, that's what we was doing. You know what I mean? I never, I never really thought I was better than anybody else, but I definitely was a lot more honest than everybody else. <laughs> so with that being said, the way my mental health played a role in my development with dealing with people and, you know, if you ever been in the game, right? And this is for my live bitches, even if you're not active, whatever. This, this is for my 304s. Okay, I'm gonna start with y'all first. You ever chose up to a nigga and it's like, you know what your role is in that situation, right? We're all aware. But at the same time, there's expectations from, I, listen, I don't give a fuck what anybody says, but you guys sit there and say all the time, oh my God, how could she, how could she give a pimp her money? And da 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 da, da and blah, 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 Which is understandable. But if she's living a good life, then clearly there's a reason why she's living the way she lives. But at the same time, there's like a catch where it's like, if you're not doing right by your lady, why the fuck would she do anything for you, essentially, right? Now, I will, I will take this back to when I was young, when I first ran away and I was doing the bullshit. And even coming up, I've noticed when people know that something is wrong with you, like if they know you have a little bit of mental illness, if they know you know you come from a traumatic background, they know you don't have a good relationship with your family, they know you know you've fought some demons in your life, people play on that. And they use that for manipulation, right? So it was times when I was down bad, especially as a teenager, where I went to niggas when I said, yo, I'm living out of the telly right now. And all niggas did was try to put me in a position where it only benefited them. 
I've been put in many positions. It doesn't even matter how calm, cool, and collected I was with the rules or whatever. It was always somebody feeling like they had to like have one up on me or feel like, you know, they have an advantage or something of the sort. So when people think you're weak, that's when they want to manipulate you, right? And when they know all these things about you, they try to say, oh yeah, like I can get her to do whatever I want because she's so fucked up in the head. She's so fucked up. Oh no, bitch. Oh no, bitch. I will have a whole mental breakdown, scream at you, fight you while telling you no. I'ma still say no and stand on it. And when you're a part of that, when you're a part of that crowd, when you're a part of that, that, fuck, I don't know what I'm looking for, but when you're a part of the percentage of people who battle mental illness, who battle, you know, like PTSD, you know, all types of stuff, a lot of people think all the time that like, there's a specific look and there's a specific way to how these people are. And, you know, it's just people playing on your weaknesses. Now, what I had to do was, as soon as I learned people were playing on my weaknesses, it made me angry. Because for some reason in my mind, I genuinely believed that if I was able to, and this was when I was a lot younger, if I was able to relate to people in a way that was healthy for them, it would work, right? Like if I could say, you know what, I'm not in the best position right now, but this is what I'm willing to do, or this is what I'm gonna do, or whatever. No, 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 no. People will use your worst time of your life to try to manipulate you. And going through that just taught me so much about life because it doesn't matter what the fuck you do, bitch. If somebody, if said, you could go cry to a nigga about how you got molested as a child, raped, you could talk about, you could talk about all types of stuff, how your first nigga did this, first bitch did this, last bitch did this, did it, did it, did And, and some people just be listening and you think like, oh yeah, like they're, they're taking me in, they understand me. No, 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 no. They're just looking through the loopholes to figure out what not to do or what to do to fuck with you. And because I wasn't going for it, Yes, it did cause me a lot of problems in my situations because people was expecting a weak person. People will use your your dark times as a crutch, like they know you or some shit. And I want you guys to understand something. Just because they saw you go through it doesn't mean they were with you through it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm so sick of when when I see bitches fall out and or niggas and oh, I was there when the nigga didn't have no money, couldn't get a pack. Oh, I gave him a pack when he was broke. First of all, if that's your friend, that's what the fuck you're supposed to do. I'm so tired of watching people fall out and then you're bringing up, oh, I was there for you when you got this and that and this and that. No, and this is why I be telling y'all, you guys gotta learn how to be selfish. Even if some, even if a motherfucker say, yeah, I'm gonna be there for you. Don't even, sometimes it's not even, even worth it to take the extended hand. You understand? People will use your weaknesses to play on you so that they can manipulate you for what they want. Now, what I've learned about myself is that this is where it works in reverse. I'm a little crazy. I'm a little fucked up, but we working on it. 
And working on it means I can identify when somebody's trying to use those weaknesses to play me. You get what I mean? For their greater good. And you know, it just, it, it just don't be working out. And they be big mad. <laughs> they be big mad, like, you could get like, it's just, it's just not, it's just not gonna go. So, you know, selflessness now, you're allowed to be selfless for people. I think, I think if you love somebody, you, you in a friend, you all love each other, take care of each other. It's very simple. You know what I'm saying? And of course, if you feel like somebody's manipulating your kindness, take them rights away. Y'all got a really hard problem with taking your rights away, like taking the privileges away when you need to. Okay? Like, and this is what I'll be talking about, this whole seeing people through their dark times. Y'all need to know when that is not your job. Not your job. I done gone through some dark times with people where it was a mutual thing, like we was helping each other out. You know what I'm saying? I've had people be there for me, you know, when I needed it, and I appreciate them. But you could tell when things were done with intent to hold it over your head or to manipulate you in some type of way. That's why I be telling niggas like, don't do me no favors cause you know, if, if I'ma hear about it later, I don't want it. You get what I'm saying? But I really want you guys to understand like selfish, I, some of y'all gotta start choosing yourself. Let people figure it out. There's so many times where I need help for, and, and it's just, I like, figure it out. If you have somebody you can reach out to who's worth reaching out to by all means, I'm not talking about that right now. I'm talking about the fact that I know some of y'all are listening to this right now and y'all are going over in your head right now how many times you've overextended yourself since the beginning of the year. Or since you said it was going to be a new year, you wasn't going to do that no more, you was going to say no, blah, 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 blah. Learn how to choose yourself, okay? And I got a, I got a, um, I got a DM from somebody asking me, um, I think this goes back a couple episodes when I was talking about like niggas in jail and like dealing with men in jail. Listen to me. I'm going to tell you guys right now, if you are dating somebody who is a criminal, okay? And you know, and take this with a, anyway, if you are dating somebody who is a criminal, if you are benefiting from that lifestyle, if you are, if you are in a position where you are Gucci with that person, then yes, if the person goes to fucking jail, be there for them. Because I don't like it how people be like, oh shit, sweet, whatever, whatever, and they run off. No, if you were in nothing but turmoil and trauma with that nigga, leave that nigga in jail. Some, sometimes you guys are the ones who age yourselves trying to be, you know, Keisha Kaor. He is not Gucci Mane. He is not Gucci Mane, okay? I don't know who need to hear this. He is not Gucci Mane. Some niggas be leaving you to go to jail and y'all don't even have a place to stay in, a bed to sleep on, or you know what I mean? Like, if he did not leave you with anything, the fact that you're even questioning that decision already, 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 you know, it, 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 it's, it's already saying so much. It's already saying so much. And also, I, the reason why I tell you guys this is because it takes one situation, 
that ch- that might change your tr- like your outlook on life in general. It might even turn you into a bad person. Cause I don't have that happen to me. Okay. Getting the lick back was sweet, yes, but it should have never got there in the first place. I can I can I can definitely hold myself accountable about that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm telling you like for example, and like I said, this is full transparency, so you already know how I'm rocking. I don't give a fuck about what nobody say. But like for example, and remember, this is dating tips from a hooker, so I'm speaking specifically to um, sex workers or people in adult entertainment, but this also can go for other people as well. The trauma that comes with being in the game and its effects in your life later on, you, you gotta be careful about the things that you're doing and how you're doing it, you know? A lot of us are just living uh, from the effects of decisions that we made. You know what I'm saying? And although I've been able to accept a lot of things, it's like, I don't see, I don't see, I don't see things with rose colored glasses. I see them for what they are. And a lot of the times what the game will do to people is they'll use manipulation to make you see things for what they're not. You might think you're in a good situation that's good for you, but baby, if you were in a good situation, you'd have your own crib. You wouldn't be paying a nigga living out the hotel. You'd have your own on Tuesday. You know, I've always told I've always told the gal them if you're gonna be down bad, be down bad by yourself. If you're gonna be a suffering hoe, be a suffering hoe by yourself. There is no way in hell. There is no way in hell that you could go outside, sell your body. And I don't care who's mad, because if you a real pimp, then you shouldn't even, this shouldn't even be affecting you, okay? But um, moving along, there should be no reason why you're going without things, and somebody is, man- is supposed to be managing your livelihood. It's giving, three sex- it's giving 360 deal. Are we signing to death row? Okay, do better. And the trauma that comes with that is new. And mind you, even getting in the wrong situation, it comes with PTSD, um, lots of PTSD, okay, anxiety, depression, okay, the dating, the dating, especially if you decide not to stay live and just be, you know, a renegade or whatever, and then you try and date, that pipeline is a whole nasty pipeline. If you don't get yourself together, and don't get me wrong, and don't get me wrong, there's problems everywhere, we're gonna always have problems, but there are things that are avoidable. Okay, there are things that are avoidable, and the effects, I know for a fact, the game exposed to me what women were willing to do behind niggas that wasn't shit. You know, like, I don't think I could ever defend a rapist or defend a child trafficker. I just, I don't, you know, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen what a bitch will do behind a nigga child. And yeah, it's, 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 uh, women are, women scare me, you know? I can honestly say women, you gotta fear them because if it come down to a nigga that they want or, you know, some extra shit, trust me, women are, I'm, I don't, I'm even speechless. I'm stumbling upon my words because it's just like, I don't want, 
no parts of that do you understand me like i don't want no fucking parts of that okay anyway family trauma and its effects now i've been a no contact shorty you know i'm still developing and healing from a lot of things that went down in the family but we move but its effect is is that i don't give i don't fucking care about them i know that might sound fucked up and you know when i say i don't care it means like I've been able to just wash my hands of things that no longer make me happy. And the fact that, you know, family ends up being on the list, it sucks, but it's detrimental to my development to try and rebuild those bridges. They're bun up, they're done up, you know? And when you see that people still don't respect your boundaries or they, you know, it's just, it's easier for you to walk away. But the effect from that is, is, I, I'm cool with being alone and to a point where it might be slightly unhealthy, but we move, we're working on ourselves. This is the phase that I'm in, but I'm saying everything that you allow will have an effect on you later. Don't go to that family dinner if you know your dusty ass, musty ass cousin who used to touch you when you were little is going to be there. You know? Don't give, don't, don't, don't put shit in your name for, for your family members because they're not going to respect you for it. Stop loaning people money when you don't want to loan it to them. Stop overextending yourself. Family, your pimp, I don't give a damn. If you are not benefiting from the situation, fuck it. Y'all are aging yourselves. Okay? Y'all are aging yourselves. It's ridiculous. Okay? It's absolutely ridiculous. I got another... I got another, um... Hey, Tasha. Love the podcast. I've been seeing this guy for... What? I've been seeing this guy for four months now. I've been in the industry since 2017. I've dated without anybody being able to find out. I really like this guy, and I know he would not accept me knowing what I do for work. Any advice? If you know, okay. If you know for a fact that he is not going to accept you being that, you gotta let it go. Let it go. Stop trying to force it where it doesn't fit. Even, I can honestly say, I do not make an effort to date anybody, okay? If people come my way and we end up rocking, we end up rocking. It's so cool, like, you know, but I'm not about to sit here and beg you to date me because you're doing something that you don't want to do even though you want to do it. And I know this might get some niggas, some niggas mad, but a lot of you niggas is dating hoes right now, letting your friends talk shit about hoes on the internet when you know little, little shorty OT getting that bag, running it up. And you be making out with her and fucking her raw, same way, okay? If, listen, if I'm gonna date somebody and they can't stand with their chest high, with their, with their chest high and their chin up, 
I, if I don't walk with shade, neither can you. So you can't be around me being no scary ass pussy ass nigga or bitch. It's just not gonna work. But what I need you guys to understand is your expectancy for monogamy is like a distaste. And I need you to understand why. I spoke about this and I've always told you there is there are sex workers, women in the adult ent- entertainment industry who are in relationships that are thriving and healthy and beautiful, but that's because there's transparency. Do you think your man is going to be happy when he finds out, okay, that you popping that coochie wallet for the dollar and you know he's not going for it? Listen, it's a lot of niggas that's willing to look the other way for some change, okay? It's a few. But there's also a good percentage of men. I don't care how glamorized prostitution is right now or how normal it is. It's a nigga that's going to call you a dirty fucking whore. He don't want to date you. And as degrading as that may sound, he's within his right to say that. Okay? He's in his right to say that. You cannot expect monogamy while being super duper active in the game. Like, you know, if it works for some people, it does. But for you to expect it, it's, it's a slight delusion. It's a slight delusion. I cleared this delusion from my head 10 years ago. Like, cleared it. I was like, okay, yeah, like, I've been in a couple relationships. It was cute. Yeah, we're dating, you know. But realistically, while I'm still doing me and, you know, like, like, you know, the, the, the next the next motherfucker I date might not like the title of my podcast and I might have been done retired. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand that there's there's little loopholes that might stop me from finding a partner. The, the, the selection of partners that I have gets cut down because of who I am and my honesty for being a sex worker. I could have lied like the rest of you bitches. I don't really got time to lie for you to lie because I have anxiety and I'm not even a good liar. If you know me in real life, I'm a terrible liar. I literally get anxiety. Like, as soon as I lie, you can see it on me. So it ain't no reason for me to not be able to go to bed at night because I don't want you to know me. Like, get the fuck out of here. But to you, sweetheart, it's either you're going to be transparent or you're going to continue lying. And then, you know, you wait till the day you get caught and we move. If you think you're going to get married to that nigga and he doesn't know, you're delusional. But I wish you the best. Because at the end of the day, the reality that a lot of girls don't like is I've seen a lot of 304s date guys. And, you know, it's supposed to be a monogamous relationship, right? And, you know, these bitches be moving like security guards, checking the guns, oh, who's talking this bitch? You like this bitch picture? Ooh, 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 ooh. Girl, you are a prostitute. You are a, I'm sorry. It sounds bad, but it's reality. I'm trying to give you guys reality, okay? Just so you understand. And don't get me wrong. It's, 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 it's niggas and bitches outside that's cool with what's going on over here, baby. But I'm just in, talking in reference to the question that I got. Whoever you're dating is not cool with this lifestyle and you know it. And you're still continuing to pursue the situation, hoping that it's just going to go that way. You would not have done that for him. That's why I, I make an active... I don't try to, you know, because I don't want nobody... Imagine a male sex worker coming to me and saying, you know, like, hey, baby, I want to date you. And I'll look at him and I'm going to be like, no. And he's going to be like, but you're a hoe too. And I'm going to be like, so? It's hypocritical. It's it's, it's slightly hypocritical. There's a double standard there. But I just, I don't want to argue with anybody about it. Y'all got to understand a lot of you, a lot of you hoes would not date a nigga 
who sells dick. That's why I don't know why you square bitches be dating pimps because that's all they do, okay? But it's a reality that we have to face and moving in your dating life and such, like just keep that in mind, okay? Keep that in mind. Um, you know, like I just, I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of like on a vibe where I know for a fact that like a lot of y'all would have not done that for that man. You get what I'm saying? Does that make sense for y'all? Because I know for a fact that you wouldn't have done it. A lot of you would have not done it. And you know what? Once you just get over that little, that little hump of denial, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. Um, but yeah, you know, I hate that we always have to go like back and forth about these things, you know, like I'm still like, y'all are still on the internet arguing about Moxie's taking business to Moxie's dates and all this stuff. Listen. I'm tired of the fucking arguments and I'm tired of the discourse, okay? If you are broke, okay? Or your your life is not financially correct or you are not in the space, stop fucking making an effort to date people. Stop spending your last dollar to go on dates and then getting mad when you don't get no pussy after, no dick. Stop fucking you are a broke person, but you are online spewing out what is broke from what is not broken. The requirements for your partner, they can't be broke. You can't live with your mom. You have to have your own ayah. You have to, and, 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 and the fucked up thing is, y'all be complaining about like regular shit, like adult shit. Like, okay, like that's fine. Like, if you don't want a nigga that doesn't have a car, okay, cool. But you don't have a car either. So y'all better start spending on some Uber X's and shut the fuck up. That's how I see it. Because a lot of the things that we're, we're sitting here, are, we're still arguing about this. Like this shit doesn't matter, okay? There's ladies telling you not to go 50-50 with your nigga while she's paying for everything for her nigga because he's in jail and can't do shit for himself, okay? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all are out here talking shit about how niggas are supposed to be doing that. Niggas are supposed to be doing this, but baby, if you did not put money in that man's pockets by selling your coochie, would he do anything for you? Like, I need you guys to stop. Like, some of you can't even afford these, these, you know, I guess to talk shit on the internet is free. You know, you can do that. But in real life, in real life, y'all are not giving it up like that. Y'all are not giving it up like that. And, and, and my thing is, you know, I've always, for me, I've always been the type of person where I, I know, because I've been welcomed with such love and understanding from most of my partners, where it means like, whatever situation I was in, I was trying to get out of it. So they were like, I don't know how to say this. I'm the exception to a lot of things. Even though that sounds fucked up and arrogant, I'm not gonna lie. I, I've been the exception in a lot of situations. So I, and then when I come out of those situations, it's just like, fuck, like some people deserve that, the bad side of me, but it's like, fuck, like maybe I should have dealt with that a little bit better and treated you a little bit better. Like I wish I could, like not on those double back type shit, but just a learning thing, you know? First of all, when niggas don't have money, they are not good people. 
So I don't even know why y'all are out here trying to, trying to, even if you date the nigga while he's broken, you take care of him, he's going to hate you and be mean to you. So just take that into consideration before you want to play Captain Save a nigga or Captain Save a Ho, okay? Like, these arguments about, oh, take me to first date this, or, or, I pretend to reach for the bill, like, shut up. Like, let's, 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 let's clear that. Let's clear that out of the bullshit so that we don't have to hear it anymore. You know? I really want y'all, I really want y'all, and you know, like I said, I got all types of people on here, thank you, okay? But I'm just saying, like, the hypocrisy is kind of annoying, you know? If you're willing to deal with a nigga at his last, or who's on his last, or down bad, you don't have to broadcast that because obviously people are going to manipulate those things, okay? You guys be watching bitches, you know, buy their stuff, buy their niggas stuff while they're locked up, doing all of this stuff, you know, doing, and you're like, oh, okay. Like, nigga, like, please. Like, niggas will watch you treat, how you treated your last nigga and try and sneak in thinking you're going to treat him the same way. Next thing you know, you abusing the nigga. Now you're a victim. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's not do that. <laughs> let's, let's, let, let, like, we got to do better. Like, I... I want better for y'all. So let's just, you know what I'm saying? Cause baby, baby, y'all are dragging it. Why are we still talking about? And the thing is, you bitches is online talking about some chick chick, you're a hoe. So just stop. Like, I mean, you, y'all wanna be hoes so bad. Y'all wanna be hoes so bad. Y'all be getting, y'all be taking sugar baby classes and all this stupid shit. Like, bro, just to find a nigga with money. Like, <laughs> you won't pay a pimp, but you'll pay a sugar daddy coach. <laughs> okay, girl, moving along, moving along. And the reason why I say it don't make no sense because it just doesn't. It doesn't. It don't make no sense. But yeah, like, I, I just, it's kind of weird to me because I always see these like little loopholes where it's like, you know, y'all are paying money for, I seen a bitch on TikTok offering $500 for Zoom calls to teach bitches how to get a sugar daddy. And all the bitch is telling you to do is go sit in hotel bars and shit like that. Telling you how to be a, a freestyle hoe. But y'all are judging a bitch for paying a pimp and she got a Bentley and a house. We're all doing the wrong, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sorry. I'm going to compare it because the same way, these women are the same way a pimp could manipulate a woman's insecurities to make her pay him is the same way a bitch could manipulate your insecurities to make you think that she has enough knowledge to teach you how to get a man with money. I don't know how many times I gotta say this. A nigga that works at McDonald's, okay? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know who needs to hear that. You talking about dating while broke. Da -da 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 -da. I've watched niggas work three jobs to make sure their wife had Gucci, to make sure their wife could go on vacation, to make sure the kids were sato so that she did not have to work a job. And y'all are here trying to fish for money niggas. Listen, if niggas is not spending money on you, they don't feel you for the budget, you don't fit in. 
And if he's a stingy ass, cheap ass man, run. Run. Cause some of y'all done been dating the same cheap broke ass nigga for five years. And you be online posting about no 50-50 and da 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 Like please, if finances are such a big worry in your life, maybe dating people isn't. And if you're only dating for money, then ho, but we, we move, we move because you know, people are always gonna have a, a different, you know, taste about how I feel about that. But what I need you guys to understand, you know, cause it's episode 28 of Dating Tips from a Hooker, shout out to me. <laughs> what I need you guys to understand, right? Is, and I learned this the other day cause I read this somewhere and it's going to bring us into our next little topic. Y'all be trying to, y'all be trying to find all these loopholes to why men or women or whoever treat you the way that they do and oh you guys are always trying to make like an excuse for people doing bad things to you friends family co-workers partners whatever poor treatment is an intentional choice a nigga meets you and i i'm not a mind reader okay this is solely from experience and things that i've studied people are treating you how they want to treat you it's not, it's not, you know, oh, it's not, it's not, it's nothing except the fact that people are doing what the fuck they want to do to you. When we, I keep, when I see girls like, you know, you know, spewing this, oh, men are so stupid. Men are so dumb. Men are so stupid. That's why they cheated. Men are so dumb. That's why they do. Men are not stupid. I learned this so long ago you have no but no you are not men are not stupid they treat you exactly how they feel about you okay that's why some of y'all had to pay the nigga from the hotel some of y'all had to live out the hotel running all your chat to a nigga for year two years all them thing that before you got anything because that's how they wanted to treat you that's why you're badminding the girl who got her condo in a car in two, three weeks. People are treating you how they want to treat you. We need to stop making excuses or trying to come up with terminologies for it. People are treating you how they want to treat you. Your family doesn't respect your boundaries. That's because they don't want to respect your boundaries. They don't value your boundaries. Your friends, they don't give a fuck about your birthday. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck about you. Stop trying to make excuses about why they're being that way. Poor treatment is an intentional choice. Stop justifying it. It's intentional. Your nigga fucked your best friend because it was intentional. He wanted to do that. It wasn't no, oh, she's getting over me. No, wanted to do it. And she opened her legs because she wanted to do it. Y'all walking around making excuses for folks, stuck in situations, unhappy, because you just can't come to the fact that, yeah, they really wanted to do you like that, and that's how they did you. And that's a, a, that's a part of the thing where it gets back to maybe I'm selfish, because you're, you're not about to get A, B, C, D, E, F, G on me, and I ain't even get the A. I will steal the whole alphabet from you, bitch. I'm not on it. I'm not on it. You know what I'm saying? And me, I'm, I'm a very good disappearer. 
first sign, I don't like it. I, I run away, I disappear. Um, I, I move, you know what I'm saying? And I, I be ghosting people, I be doing that. Sometimes, one thing is I've learned that I've been in a couple of situations where it's just, you just gotta ghost them, who gives a fuck? Don't over explain yourself. Sometimes you need to explain yourself, whatever. But people play in your face because they want to and they can. Stop saying, oh, oh, you all they listen, all the nigga know is you gonna complain, you're not going nowhere. That friend who's, you know, not a good friend, she knows you're always gonna be there. Stop being there. Stop being there. And, you know, and I'm telling you, it's all because people are playing on weaknesses and think they have you away. Having weaknesses doesn't mean that you're weak, it's just how you handle them. If you can't handle your weaknesses and people are coming into your life and stepping on you and doing all the lot, I'm telling you right now, you need to take a break and just go, you know, do some intense work on yourself. Because the first thing I did was look at myself for what I was and then look at people for who they were. And that's how I was able to say, yeah, like I'm not with this shit. You know, I'm not with this shit. I'm really not with this shit. I'd rather suffer alone and go through it alone than have somebody around who's making it worse. This goes for men, women, whoever you are. Please remember this. You would rather go through your dark times alone than have someone around you that is making it worse. Be selfish, okay? You wanna go on vacation and bitches don't wanna drop their deposits, go on the motherfucking vacation. You wanna go to a party, bitches don't wanna come to the, go to the mother, stop, you know, stop always making excuses for people for not showing up for you and then resenting them later for it. If you're not happy with something, and I, and I don't know how many times I gotta say this, but if people are treating you poorly, it's because they want to. You need to figure out what to do with that information. Oh, you don't wanna be a good friend to me? How am I gonna handle that? You don't wanna be a good partner to me? How am I gonna handle that? You don't wanna be a good coworker to me? How am I gonna handle that? Sometimes you might have to punch a couple bitches in the fucking mouth. So be it. But as long as people know they cannot play with you, I would rather be hard to deal with than easy to fool. I am nobody's doormat. You will catch these hands and feet. And even the L's I took behind saying no, the people that I lost, everything, I, I don't give a damn. Boundaries are beautiful. Hashtag. <laughs> Y'all so foolish. Anyway. I need some of y'all to understand, like the whole, the whole ride or die narrative after a certain age is a super idiotic. I need you to know, I need you to know that. Like if you guys are not super, super locked in and you already know, you know that we ride them for each other. Like, I don't think we should be um, experimenting that with people. You know, don't experiment, you know, your, your limits to how far somebody can take you. Some of y'all brag about being loyal and all I'm gonna see is one big rug burn pan your fierce, the way you're one doormat, okay? Like, 
please. That and anyway. Um, yeah, like, it's okay to move on from things. Friendships, relationships, everything. Like, it's okay to say, fuck this, I don't want to do it. What are they going to do, beat your ass? Like, I, y'all be trying to make this whole, you know, y'all be, you know what it is? People be using that loyalty shit as a crutch for real. And there's power in moving on. Like, sometimes y'all gonna be the one that left and never came back. It's some niggas, yo, it's some niggas that got revolving doors, you know, like, bitches is their revolving door. I could diss this bitch and come back. I could cheat on this bitch and come back. I could fuck next bitches and come back. Niggas could even go have babies on you and come back. You know what I'm saying? Like... Your loyal your loyalty card is 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 damaged so severely. Like we're worried for you, sister. Like that like nah, bro. I don't know. I don't know, you know, and everybody's taking advice off the internet, but let me tell y'all something about me. This is not no fucking show for advice. I will tell you to stab your family member. Okay? I'm not <laughs> I'm not, you know, I just be on here talking, you know what I'm saying? They say I be talking shit, but, you know, we're in 37 countries and they think it's fat, okay? Not a YouTube clip in sight. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, this whole, I'm so loyal, I'm so solid, like, girl, you look like you going through it. We worried about you. And as a person who is suicidal sometimes, I am very worried for the mental health and well-being of some of you. I'm a be real. Sometimes we brag about all the things that we do for other people and it's like one, I don't know, I don't know, there's something very weird to me about especially women who are like, yeah, like I took charges for this nigga and I was doing this and that and this and that and it's like her nigga be eating bitches ass and like in everybody DMs and doing the most like that's why I don't I don't really feel like I don't feel like it's appropriate I don't know maybe it's me maybe I'm the drama but if your loyalty ain't got you living lavish right now and you've been doing it for years, we don't want to hear about it. Loyalty did not benefit you. It didn't benefit you. So maybe back to the drawing board about what we're doing with that. You know, let's, 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 let's think about what we're doing about it. Now, also to, I'm gonna get into, um, I wanted to talk about this for a few reasons. Cause I've been telling y'all like, I'm not married, I've never been married, so I try to stay out married people's business. I only speak about things, you know, that are, that I can relate to. I've never been married in my life. So I've been in long-term relationships, but I've never been married, okay? so. There are certain things when it comes to marriage that I don't understand. I sometimes, you know, when I see little clips, I'll go and do my Googles and stuff. You know, I like to read, but other than that, there's a lot of things that I do not know, okay? 
Now, in this past week, I've been seeing clips of, you know, the famous, fo- the famous football star from Europe. Um, his name's Akraf Hakimi. Um, now, there's a few things. I'm, before I get into this, because I know some of y'all are going to listen to this and may not like what I have to say. But y'all, I'm just going to start off with this. Y'all selective outrage towards predatory behavior is funny to me. Because, okay, let me just, let me just break it down so we, we're on the same page. So this football player, I don't know when he met this bitch, um, but he was 19 and she was 32 or 31 when they got married. This is not even when they started dating, when they got married, okay? Mind you, when they had gotten married, he signed like a, like he was, he was, you know, big foot, sorry, excuse me, big football star, million dollars in the bank every month, bare assets, all these things. Now, apparently it's been, they're getting a divorce. Um, Apparently it's because some woman is accusing him of sexual assault. And basically in the divorce proceedings, she's trying to go for his fortune, which is I guess worth like close to $80 million. I think that's what, $80 million? I don't know, it's a lot of money. He's, he, he, he's worth, he's worth a lot. And, um, she was trying to like, in the divorce, trying to go for half his money, right? Cause they're married. And she was gagged to find out from, you know, the beginning of his very prosperous career, he was putting 80% of his earnings in his mother's name. So he was getting, a, he's getting a million dollars a month, but 80% of that is going into his mom's bank account. His asset, everything is in his mom's name. Now, you guys, before we get into it, because I know you guys are gonna say, oh, well, yeah. listen, if the, the, if, the, if the rape allegations are true, bullet for rapist. We know that, that's common sense. But I want us to just go back for a second here, okay? Because what what about a 19-year-old, right, is attractive to a woman that is in her early 30s? Because we're sitting here, Marcus Houston, nasty ass, went on the fucking interview talking about, oh, I met her when she was 17, but we didn't start talking when she was 18. And, you know, she, we have so much in common. What the fuck do you have in common with an 18 year old and you're almost 40, my nigga? This why I be telling you young bitches, you come face to face with a predator, take his money and run. Bro, I don't like, I don't like the whole division of the whole, oh, he's a guy and, Listen, no, it's wrong because first of all, and like a lot of people are like, oh yeah, you guys are bragging about the fact that he gave all his money to his mom. First of all, when he met that bitch, he was a teenager. She was a grown ass woman. 
She knew what was, she knew he was about to have a prosperous career, be that nigga, rich, rich, rich. She chose up, let's be for real. Okay, she was choosing. And he's fairly handsome. So she knew what she was doing. She thought she ate that. She thought she ate that. And if you've never witnessed, I've witnessed women predators in my real life dealing with men in my real life. I have witnessed what a woman predator does to a young man. And I never thought I'd be able to witness this in my life because you know, being a victim of sexual assault, you kind of like, you, it, sometimes it, sh it shifts your view. Some people just don't, I've seen it. That bitch is disgusting. And you know, there's a couple of sources saying that, you know, she was after his money, well bitch, you almost 40 and trying to come take his whole take all his money away. Oh, I'm this is why I'm divorcing him. I don't buy it. And I know this is going to sound fucked up and y'all can't even really call me no pygmy because I don't really give a fuck about none of these niggas, these bitches, nothing. It she, she, it, malicious intent. <laughs> malicious intent. Okay. Let's be for real. When you guys see these, it's so funny how fake you bitches are because y'all will see these 24, 20 year old bitches marrying 60 year old niggas and you're like, get that bag, sis. Get that bag, sis. But y'all see this and don't see nothing wrong with it. Like, I understand that double standards are kind of necessary sometimes, but this is not something where a double standard should be upheld. He's not a bitch nigga for trusting his mom with his money. He got signed to professional sports at a young age and got signed a lot of money. There's, there's niggas who can't even leave $20 around their mom. There's some mothers, there's some NBA players that can't even trust their mom with their money. All types of athletes can't even, nope, gotta hire a whole accounting firm to mind their finances because they can't trust their family. And you guys are just sitting here saying, yeah, well, she doesn't. No. 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 I even, and then there's another case where a woman signed a prenup and, you know, it was your money is your money, my money is my money. She ended up making a whole bunch of money as an actress. Now her husband done fuck off Panar and he can't get none of her fortune and he's pissed. This is what I'm talking about, the double standards. This is what I be telling y'all. Are y'all dating for love or do you want a trick? Because you could get a trick instead and you don't have to go through all of that. Like, it's disgusting to me. It's disgusting. She's, 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 she's a bad person. And I, and, and you know, it sucks. It sucks that this is how it has to happen, but why are you marrying little boys? Like me as a big, honestly, me as a big 30 year old, 31 year old woman, although there's an age of consent, right? Where it's like, okay, as soon as they turn 18 and they're, they're adults, da -da 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 -da. I, I, don't, I don't want that. I don't want that. And I bet you when the mother, I bet you when the mother seen that bitch, she was like, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. And he would have been better off marrying somebody his age, but 
I don't know, I don't know. Like, like women can be predators too, y'all. And we need to start acting like that's not the motherfucking case. Okay? But, um, last but not least, you know, for the episode 28 of Dating Tips from a Hooker, maybe I'm selfish. Um, I love... Um, watching like TikTok talk creators, you know, go around different like discourses regarding certain relationships. And there's this one lady where somebody was asking her, you know, like, how did you not, how were you not boy crazy? How were you not, you know, whatever. I had like a stint of boy craziness, but when I discovered prostitution, it kind of gave me the balance I needed regardless of whatever trauma I experienced. I learned, you know, one thing that she said that sticks with me right now is men were never the center of my life so it wasn't hard for me to dissenter them. And that stuck with me because, you know, even though I'm bisexual, like I've never made niggas and bitches like the sole purpose of my life. You know when some girls make their whole personality the fact that they like have a partner? I I think it's it's kind of weird to me like in a sense because it's like is there anything else about you but like sometimes people prioritize love to the point where it throws them off of everything in life oh my god I'm so alone I don't have no man oh my god I'm like where they forget that there's like real life like you can go on vacation by yourself you can treat yourself to nice dinners. You can treat your you can treat yourself with all the love that you need until your love comes along. You know, y'all be on every day in app meeting every dusty fucking every dusty and it's just like like people who like I've always known like I've always known for myself. I'm 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 the cool person. So if if people are in relationships it's like, "Oh, I love my nigga." Like, cool. Like, do you but there's some people who center their lives around love and relationships when they're not even in one. You know, everything gotta be about a nigga. Everything gotta be about a bitch. Everything gotta be about, like, bro, stop centering, prioritizing these niggas or bitches who you not even with in your life. It will come. And one thing I've learned is people who center themselves around, like, the validation of niggas or bitches or, like, center, oh, like, having, like, certain things. I just, from what I've learned, they're not all good people. You gotta fear bitches who are dumb and in love because they'll do you some dirt behind that dusty-ass nigga. But I've never made, honestly, all bullshit aside, I've never... I made sure to, especially when I got to a certain age, it was very, it, it's so easy. It's so easy. They're not the center of my life. If my god bed would, 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 would you know, if, if I go to bed, honey, I have a vibrator. I'm not going to cry because there's no nigga to hold me at night. You know what I'm saying? Or no bitch to hold me at night. Like, even if I want that, it's not ruining my life that I don't have it. You know those bitches who are always making, like, a girl, like, I hate those girls who, and let me, hate's a strong word, but I dislike those women who are, well, their first go-to in an insult battle is, oh, you ain't got no nigga. Girl, your man beats you. Your man, yours is far-fetched, but, like, 
it's always, I love seeing people who are in love and just enjoying the, the love. And I could see when people are player hating, but some of y'all, y'all be bragging about being Ike Turner's bitch. I don't think, I don't think that's the classy. I don't, I don't think you want us to even know that business. Put yourself first. Stop, you know, de- if you feel like your life is just, you're so caught up in love shit, like decenter that shit. Focus on your goals. Focus on yourself. You got a business plan? Focus on that. You want to get that body right? Focus on going to gym. You know, I'm drinking enough water? Focus on that. Stop focusing on being thirsty for these dusty ass niggas and bitches, okay? Whoever is supposed to be for you will come to you. And if they're not coming to you, it's because it's not that time. And sometimes the universe will test you and might throw you a little, you know, throw you a little in there to see, you know, if you're a stupid dumbass bitch. Some of y'all are, we've been there, but stop making it, stop making it a priority. You know, it's okay to go on dates and know that you're never going to see this person again after the date, you know, like obviously walk into things with an open mind, but like not just because, you know, you know, fuck trauma bonds, bro. I feel like trauma bonds are the reason why people get attached for the wrong reasons you know, unhealthy attachment styles, all that stuff. Like, I get it. De- put yourself first and decenter all that shit from the, from the center of, like, take that from the center of your life. Stop making it a priority and you'll see the difference it makes. Once you become more understanding of yourself, it's so much easier to, you know, disassociate yourself with things that are just not for you. I've been telling you, and on top of that, I've been telling y'all, y'all start need to... List your standards out. It's either going to get you the nigga that you want or the nigga that you don't want away from you. Okay? <laughs> um, but we wrapping up. We wrapping up episode 28. And I feel... I feel really good. I feel really good about this episode. I'm glad you guys... If you're still here listening, I appreciate you guys for tapping in all the time. All the time. You know... It's not perfect, but we make some shit shake. Do you understand me? And um, we staying in our lane and doing things that's meant for us. You know what I'm saying? Not a lot of people, a lot of people don't really like what I got going on because, you know what it is too? I think it's because I be talking and, you know, just talking from my experience. People don't really be liking the fact that I be talking my shit the way I be talking my shit. Like, they feel like I don't deserve a platform, especially one where that's, you know, reached 37 countries. Some of you bitches can't even get out of a fucking gas station bathroom on Sherborne, but we move. We move. <laughs> okay? We move. But this is my safe space. This is my platform, and we're going to keep it shaking, and we're going to keep it rocking, and I appreciate everybody who tunes in and listens. Um, we're going to keep making episodes. Um, episode 30 is on the way and I'm so excited for episode 30 because it is coming and it's about to be special. DJ Las Vegas is going to be back. Okay. I got some surprises for you guys with that, but otherwise, um, it's giving black owned businesses of the week, but I just need to let you guys know about some events that are going down in our city, um, on the weekend. Um, I need y'all to just tap in. I will have the ticket links in the description so you guys can purchase your tickets or go do whatever. Um, the Welcome to the, Ho- the Hood Ball 
hosted by Katana. Love her. Um, host, that's going to be at Impact Lounge 238 Parliament downtown. Come ready to walk. Shout out to Baldwin. Shout out to the TKBA. It's always love. Shout out to my house in Louboutin. It's always love. Shout out to my family. Shout out to my nieces and nephews. Um, that is going to be on the 22nd. So make sure the ticket link is going to be in the bio. So make sure you tap in. The Mayor's Ball is also on the 22nd. Um, that goes from 5 p.m. until midnight. Shout out to Builder the Dawn. That's my motherfucking nigga. Um, the location, you know, you know how these dance hall parties go, y'all. So the location ain't available yet. But the tickets are available. Early bird tickets have sold out. So please go tap in. You can also contact Builder directly to get your tickets. So make sure you go support my homie at his event. I'm currently going to, I may, the president may or may not be there. I may or may not be there because y'all, it's just a lot going on for me this week. So also um, this Sunday, um, I want y'all to come watch me perform. The Grill and Jewelry Expo hosted by Truth Be Told will be at the Messy House on Queen Street West. Your girl is doing a little performance set, okay, at 3.30. So make sure you guys pull up and support the kid. Um, I have so much surprises coming music-wise. So like I said, gatekeeping, heavy gatekeeper, and learning to keep my mouth shut um, about my future endeavors until they're confirmed. So um, that will be happening. But I also want to shout out the It Takes Two Ball hosted by Twisted Miyake Mugler and Songbird Miyake Mugler. That is May 2-4 weekend. I'm pretty sure it's the 21st, but the link for tickets will be in the bio. And please just, y'all, I love y'all so much. Thank you for supporting me all the time. Thank you for streaming the music. I love you all so much. You guys know where to find me on all the socials, so make sure you tap in, make sure you share um make sure you subscribe i appreciate you guys every time all the time for supporting me and this wraps up episode 28 we done did 28 episodes and it's crazy because since since my first episode dropped november of 2021 there's been a lot of delays there's been a lot of slow ups but you guys never fail to support me even through every delay and i i, I don't know how to express this to y'all but it truly keeps me motivated even on the days that I do not feel motivated. So I just want to thank you guys a lot for that. But we will be back because, you know, I'm trying to be a consistent bitch or whatever. So, you know, I'm trying to come back to y'all next week. But I hope you guys, you know, buy the tickets, support the events. The Grill and Jewelry Expo is actually free. So don't even, don't watch no place on the day. You know what I'm saying? So please buy tickets. Please come and support. Keep streaming. And I am your host, Tasha Max 10. I am out this bitch, and I will see y'all when I see y'all. Mwah.